Much bear that we were talking about a crisis that we were talking about that a shvis halukas that most of us haven't really recuperated. We haven't really recovered from the transition from being little boys to little children to becoming adults, and and we started to learn last time this piece from Rav Cook. Of course, the sugya we're talking about is Kedusha's Yosef HaTzadik, Pagam Havris, Tikkun Havris, the whole Avoida in the world of Yosef HaTzadik. But for those of you who have been here, the past couple of Shiram, we're beginning by talking about the first chalik of the sugya, before we could even get to the actual challenge in that particular union of Shmiris Habris, Shmiris Einayim, and so on, we have to understand what is it that every boy goes through, including big boys like us, what we've been through. And because we don't really understand the children, it's almost impossible for us to empathize with them and to work with them and to help them navigate their way as safely as possible through that scary time, moving from being children, adolescents, and adults. And since this is skipped in all of our learning when we're growing up, it's not too late. And it's certainly something we have to think about ourselves and, and raising our children, grandchildren. There are many, many causes for the, for the pain that young men are experiencing. The anger, chutzpah, silence that we see. Zilzal Hayram Vamayram, a disrespect for parents, a disrespect for rebellion, for teachers, for authority. And this Torah that we began two weeks ago from Afkuk will start again. It's very hard and it's very, very basic. And from here we'll go into Prate Pratim of the transitions that are taking place in the life of a child moving towards adulthood. But this is a Yesod, a certain Hakdama that Rav Kuk that Rav Kook, um opens before our eyes to understand that the essential transition is one from instinct to intellect. That's what we began last time. Instinct, Rav Kook has many words that he created his own vocabulary in Lashna Kaddish, as you know. Tivius, Tivius. There's a certain natural instinct that we were born with. A certain tamimus and innocence a natural emuna, faith, that a child has. The jarring, shocking, life-altering transition that takes place is the maturation that brings into the child's life, that introduces into the child's life the koach of seichel, which is the most valuable asset that we have is seichel, 
but in doing so, there is a great danger that the seichel, the sichlius, the intellect, will overshadow the natural healthy instincts of a child. Again, the ashus, the tamimus, the sweetness, the amuna, will so overshadow the tamimus that he will lose, to a great extent, the gifts that Hashem implanted in, the gifts that he had from the time that he came to this world. And he will gain, of course, sophistication, intelligence, <coughs> make decisions, and <coughs> ideas, and so on, but will never ever be able to regain Chasushalom, the Amun and the Tamimus that he had as a child. The children, of course, don't know how to explain this or to articulate what they're going through. And all of a sudden their eyes open up and they begin to see what's going on. We thought, we thought, we thought, I thought, and the people they look up to have disappointed them, and the world is not as beautiful as they were told, and so on. And that that um, disappointment and pain is something that uh, has created tremendous panacea for therapists. And and is and has made each and every one of us, boys in particular, more than girls, fair game for the marishchar, for the despair, the depression that brings to terrible, terrible um, sorrows in the Indian of Yosef Atzadik, in this Indian of Pagam Habris, and how it plays out in sexuality. Something we'll talk a lot about in Mitzrayim in the coming months and probably years. Continue to talk about. How it, how it affects us in our entire way of looking at our bodies, uh, at our way of, of relating to our wives, and so on. <coughs> but this is the, as <coughs> Cook explains, this is the yesod of the, of the problem. From instinct to intellect. From natural, healthy, tivius to an artificial... <clears throat> contrived attempt to work things out in our lives, which we have to. It's growing up, but how do we, how do we hold on to the natural instincts <clears throat> while growing into adulthood? That's that's the trick. That's where it gets very very difficult. So let's learn this Torah carefully. And then everything that we're going to learn is really going to be taken off from here, going to the Pratim in the future weeks. So the Gemara, again, just to review, the Gemara tells us, this is and Dafyud Zayin, the Gemara says, there was something that Rav used to always say, This part of the Gemara you have already on the top of the page. Rabbis used to say all the time that the Tachlis of Chachma, the ultimate Tachlis of of Chachma, of Seichel, of Chachma, is Tshuva Masam Toivim. Margil Vipuma de Rav. Is Tshuva and Masam Toivim. Shaloyehe Adam Kare Vishani Obayid Baba Vimai Barabai. 
The tachlis of chacham is that a person should not be somebody that learns Torah, and that ends up, and ends up kicking his father and mother or his rabbi, rejecting, in other words, rejecting the authority figures of his life, his parents and his rebellion. Any authority figure. Shnemar reishis chachma yiras Hashem. This the Gemara is on top. Reishis chachma yiras Hashem. Seichel toiv lechol osayim. Reishis chachma. The beginning of wisdom is the tachlis. Reishis is not just the beginning; it's the tachlis of of wisdom, of seichel, of knowing. Is yiras Hashem? Yiras Shemayim. That's the tachlis. Yiras Hashem. Seichel toiv l'chol oseim tihiloso emedes la'ad. Then many people say this every morning when they get up. Not everybody does. They're different. They're different in hagim. Seichel toiv l'chol oseim. Now, Rav is focusing on oseim as a means to bringing us to this madrega that we were born with. Oseim tihiloso emedes la'ad. The glory of that person will be strong and will be forever. The key that Rav is saying is, it doesn't say, it doesn't say, Reishis Chachma Yiras Hashem Seichel Tov Lechol Lom Dehem. Somehow, the ultimate tachlis of our lives, which is Tshuva, Masam Tovim, Yerushalayim, cannot be achieved by just learning Torah. Lechol Lom Dehem, or else it would have said, for all those who learn Torah, by learning Torah, you will you will be brought to to the Tachlis. This is Shuvah Masam Toiv Miyashemayim. It doesn't say Lachol Lom Dayim. It says Lachol Oseim. Lachol Oseim. All those who accept upon themselves the ol, the yoke of Avodas Hashem of, of Kima Mitzvahs. Doesn't say Lachol Lom Dayim. That's Rabbis Diu. So Lachol Oseim. You and I have met people, and if you and if you have had, if you've been in the company of older Jews in the last generation, there were many of them had much, much more Yerash than us, and they didn't learn anywhere as near as we've been learning these years. And when does that work? When one's Yiddishkeit is Lishma, when it's for the right reason, Lishma, and then the Gemara continues, you don't have the other side of the page, the Gemara ends, Rav finishes that whoever, whoever is, whoever is Yiddishkeit is Shalai Lishma, he says a very strong thing, it's Noyach Lam, would have been better, not better, but Noyach Lam would have been, more easy, it would have been easier for that person never to have been created at all. He's not going to. He's not going to be able to make it. The one whose entire entire Yiddishkeit is based upon seichel, sichlius, and understanding, and thinking, and philosophizing, and so on, even Torah. That person whose who, who, whose entire Yiddishkeit is is intellectually based, and even what he does in his observance of mitzvahs is based completely upon just understanding, not what Rav refers to as Lishma, which Rav Kook explains as Tveikus Basham, Yerash Shemayim, 
It would have been easier for such a person not to be born. It's going to be very, very hard for such a person to live in this world as a Jew. So on this, Rav Cook explains in a very remarkable way. And we started this last time. Let's, let's, let's start again. We just did a few sentences. Let's learn it again. What happens to what happens to the boys? Much, much less by the girls. What happens to the boys that they become so angry? This entire past week, I was dealing with a situation where there was a 15-year-old boy that sent his mother to the hospital, that punched his mother in the face, and broke her jaw, and sent her to the hospital. Not from not from this heavy here in the shul, from outside. I don't want you to start thinking, you know, to look at any of the women to see if who looks like they've been, you know, beaten. It's not from anywhere near here, but a, a very very fine yeshiva bacher who learns very well. He's he's uh, considered to be from the mitzuyanim in the yeshiva, who punched his mother in the face and sent her to the hospital. And we're seeing more and more, not as violent, but being boed. Right? He used his fist and not his foot. Boed means to kick, but it means to reject. The angry rejection of parents and teachers. Zilzal hayrum v'mayrum is something that we're seeing more and more of in our time. From the finest boys and the finest families. It's easy for people to just say, no, it must be a dysfunctional thing. That's not dysfunctional. They're very nice people. They're very, very wonderful people and a wonderful family and so on. It's not. Teva hachachma hu laharimis haodim lamayla yoyse gadalimi hamuna levada blechachma. Chachma has the nature and the ability, the koach, to lift a person to a higher place, to a higher medrega than emuna levada blechachma. Than just having the emuna of a child, which is simple emuna without any chachma. It's not chachmas. Doesn't understand. He was just told, and he has an official kiss that tells him that that there's a God, and that God loves him, and that God is watching him, and so on. Chachma takes a person to a higher place than simple amuna. That's without chachma. Or mishpat shall kishron. She is a kishron tivi kaidem loishu The nature of any skill of any characteristic of any quality that a person has is that so remember in the hierarchy here there's a muna that the child is, the child has from the time that he's in the world he hears from his parents and grandparents and so on and, and from him, within himself and then he moves to a higher level the higher level is Chachma now, Rav Kook explains that the mishpat of Kal Kishon, Sheesh Eza Kishon, Tivi Kadmo Shulamatimino, as Kalzman Shalhigiyaz Manha Kishon, Hayois and Ayala Lashamish, as long as the higher level Kishron, Koach skill, quality, characteristic, hasn't arrived, until, uh, as long as that hasn't arrived, then Mizchazek Boha Kishron Hashafel, then the Kishron Hashafel, the lower Kishron, the more basic Kishron, is Mizchazek. It's very, very strong. It's very, very strong. The beginner's level is very, very strong. When the time has arrived for the higher Kishron, 
for that higher koach, that higher, that higher skill, talent, that higher kishwin to arrive. As a kishwin has shafil mischalish. The nature is that it takes over the person's life. And then the, then the elementary kishron, the more basic kishron, begins to get weaker. And it's not as respected as it used to be. Bitsarach Zahirus, Rav Kook says there must be great caution. Bitsarach Zahirus Shah Kishron Hanala, we have to be very careful that the higher Kishron, I'm not going to translate each time Kishron. The higher Kishra, Levad Yisra, no, of course, besides the benefit that it brings to a person's life, we're talking about Seichel and Chachma, it brings tremendous benefits to a person's life as we mature, to begin to understand, to think, to reason. You have to be very careful, because what's going to happen is that when the higher Kishan begins to make its way into the person's life, then the lower kishwin, the more basic elementary kishwin, which is, which is the teva of the child, begins to become weaker and becomes much less important to the person. So therefore, tzarch zehirusha kishwin hanal levad yisrono yemalegamkein mokam hakishwin hashofel. Therefore. What needs to take place is that the higher Kishron, now that, that, now that we're more advanced and we're moving to Seichel, Seichel needs to fill the vacuum of something that's missing now as we've moved on in life that's missing from the Kishron Hashavu, from the lower Kishron, that's that being replaced, it feels like, by the higher Kishron. I mean, they, we could give a million Mashalim, even when it comes to learning. So... When we were little, we had a siddha party, and we had a chumash party, right? If you went to yeshiva, it's not as fancy as it is now. Now they make a very, very big production. I don't remember ever seeing my parents come to school unless I was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't have any... Uh, they didn't come up with that Einfeller fundraising either. Of grandparents, besides none of us, had any grandparents. And, and, and there was never any need to come to, to, come to school. <clears throat> but, but but now siddha party chumash party it's very beautiful. I'm making friends of a thing. So let's say we had a siddha party when we were younger. Well, I never had one, but that, we had a siddha party. Then we moved on. And the siddha already is that's for babies, right? We moved on from the siddha. You know how excited the kid is when he gets his first siddha. And they put the name on it and they call him up. And he comes up, and the, and the Rebbe, or the, the, the Menahel, gives him his siddha. It's the biggest thing in his life. <clears throat> now, now already, a couple of years have passed, whatever, two, three years have passed, now it's time for Chumash party. So it's a, it's a much bigger cause, you can understand, it's learning Chumash. So what happens to this, what happens to this siddha by the Chumash party? Okay, so he had his Chumash party, uh, it's a beginning. He's already, he already learned, uh, he learned, you know, Lech Lecha a little bit. He learned some Chumash. And, and, and they give him his own Chumash with his name on it. And he's very, very excited. And, 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 he, and, he, and he's now a Chumash. He's a Chumash Bach. He's a, he's a, a Chumash boy. And then he gets his Mishnayis. What happens to the Chumash when he gets his Mishnayis? Then he gets his Gemara. 
his first, his first Gemara. He's excited. Hamafke, whatever, Shnaim Oxen. He gets his, he gets above Messi, he gets his first Gemara. What happens to the what happens to the Chumash? So the healthy progression would be that when he gets his Chumash, that the learning that he does in his Chumash and the growing that takes place through his studying of Torah will fill in the life of the Siddur, will connect to the Siddur, will bring him even deeper and deeper into what he's saying when he says the words, Now you're learning Chumash. Chumash says, When he was a little boy, he just said, by road, He didn't know what the words meant. Now he's already uh, about Chumash, Chumash is Breshis Baralukim. Ideally, the Breshis Baralukim will help him to feel more and to understand more and to express in a deeper way those same words that he was saying when he was a little boy that he didn't know what it was. And now the other way, <clears throat> the Tivius, the Tamimus, and the Amuna that he had when just as a little boy they said, say Baruch there's a God, and you, what are you doing? Huh? You're talking to God, and you're thanking Him for being... Baruch Shemar, He doesn't know what the words mean. But that, that Tivius, and that Amun, and that Pashtas will be together with the Chumash party. <coughs> so now he's learning in Chumash, Now what usually happens is, that when you move on to the Chumash, then the Siddur is... We've never really gotten the Siddur back. That was it. After the Siddur party, we had like a year or two, and since then it was Chumash. Where's the Siddur? You go to any shul and see where the Siddur is. I mean, the Siddur is sitting there. Now it could already be on, a, on, on here. It doesn't, even, doesn't have to be on a, in a Siddur. So the Siddur already is fafal. Okay, but he has Chumash. So now he's in a place of he's thinking big things. And, <clears throat> and since he's a child, so there's a certain Pasha said to me, ooh, the Ovis HaKadosh, he hears about the Shvatim and so on, and it's beautiful. He learns some Chumash. Before he gets anywhere near finishing Chumash, anywhere near finishing Chumash, Mishnah is. So now already they, they, he, he doesn't know what hit him. Because he, he was feeling so close to, to the Ovis Nimos, you know? Mama, it's my my Zaydis, my Bobbies. And Yosef and Sadiq is so excited. And the Shvatim, this is my life. I'm, I'm, I'm one of these people. I'm, I'm one of the Shvatim. I'm a Chelik, I'm, I'm a chelik of, of this world of the Chumash. We never get near finishing Chumash. And it's the Mishnayis party. I don't know if they do that. But there's a Mishnayis party. And the kid looks at his Chumash and they, and they take the Chumash away. Because that's really it for Chumash. Let's face it, that's really it for Chumash. Afterwards, Pashas Shavu or something, but Chumash is gone. That's why none of us know the Siddur. I mean, none of us know Chumash. So the Chumash, the Siddur is already now... That's put on the shelf. Of course, he takes it out, and he, every week you go to Lane, you know, you go to Shul, and uh, and Siddur and the Chumash. He still has them officially, but it's fafa. He's done. He's moved on to the next level. So all of the all of the sweetness and the pastors of the Siddur, all of the amuna that comes with being part of Am Yisrael, which is the Chumash, now goes on to something much more sophisticated, which is the Mishnais. And then and then the Gemara party. And the Mishnayis, of which he only learned a few Mishnayis. He did a little bit of Mishnayis. The whole Mishnayis period of a, of a boy's life now is maybe two years or something. 
three years, I don't know, till he lives on, till he goes on to Gemara. And then Mishnayis, Mishnah, which is Isis Neshama, Mamish Neshama, then they take the Mishnayis away. So he has now a Siddur, a Chumash, and Mishnayis on the shelf, finished. And he becomes a Gemara Yid, which is the most beautiful, beautiful thing on earth. But the Gemara Yid is only the most beautiful thing on earth when it's together with the Siddur Yid, the Chumash Yid, and the Mishnayis Yid. But if it's only a Gemara Yid, it could be a Machav and a Mushchus. He could beat his parents to a pulp. Because he doesn't have any more the Siddur, the Chumash, and the Mishnayis. It's not a strange curriculum, no? The girls learn this stuff the best. Right, of course, this is, we're not going in now to the... To yeah. the but this is, this is the transition that takes place. The, ch- the child never ever absorbed, had the time to absorb Siddur. Chumash, Mishnayis. The Seder Halimud in the early generations, all of you know, the Halimud of the Mairal, of the Gra, of the Kadmainim, was not the way that it is now. It was not the way that it is now. There are yeshivas in HSL that, of course, have opened many, many more every year, every year. In Chutzlars, there's tremendous resistance. Tremendous resistance. That's because of the bilbul of being in Chutzlars. There's tremendous resistance to that. But... The Tivius, Hashem Zbach knows that this is the Teva, there's a progression, that the Siddur speaks to a, a child in that way, and the Chumash and Mishnais, until he's ready for Gemara. <coughs> and from there, Shuchnach, Tur, Shuchnach, and so on. So what happens is that instead of there being an integration of all of these phases, which is the healthy way that one would mature and progress, where you don't substitute you don't substitute the tivius, the pashtus, the amuna, with something new that's called sophistication. But rather, there's an integration of those two worlds. That now the sophistication, the chachman, the seichel, is the next level, not abandoning, not leaving behind the tivius hapshuta, but lifting that little boy to the next level, together with the lower level of pashtus, of amuna and tamimus, now it's being enriched, enriched with seichel. It's being deepened, enriched by the seichel of a, of a mature young man. And the Gemara is designed for that person who is already, who is already comfortable and deeply connected to the Siddur, to the Chumash, and to the Mishnayis. So if you're wondering why there is more in our times, zilzal, as we're going to see, where the child gets completely lost and detached from the essence of who he is. Because he never, ever, ever had a chance to integrate those earlier steps in a healthy way into his personality and to build upon that foundation. The second that he's getting comfortable in the foundation, it's ripped away from him. So the kid doesn't look back into the city the rest of his life. The rest of his life. He has a city. He keeps it in his talus big. In his tefillin big. And he says the words. But it's finished. It's finished. I would show you a text that I got. There's a beautiful, beautiful young man. He's already in his late 20s. Oh, oh, I have this chus of having got to know very, very well over the past few years. There's a bach that went through went through unbelievable difficulties growing up from a 
seriously difficult home. Was mezalzel b'hayr of Amarav, fought against everything, rejected everything, rebelled against everything, descended into the underground, the underworld of drinking and drugs. Hula v'hula v'hula. Allah aligatizach and mamish this the boy of Yehuz Isaac and it's a, a nace that he is alive. And and I and I have a very close relationship with him. He's very special, very very bright, very intuitive, very deep. He's keeping mitzvahs now, Baruch Hashem. He's he's doing things. He's keeping things. <coughs> So he, 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 sent me, um, uh, he sent me a text last week that he said, I think that I'm ready to begin learning Gemara again. It's around 27 now. I think I'm ready to begin learning Gemara again. He said, I have any idea what this, what this boy has been through. I'm ready to begin learning Gemara again. He, and he said, is it possible for you to look into a Harusa for me? I would like to begin with Bava Mitzvah. That's what he said. And he wrote on the text, I, I, can't, I have it, but... He said, I want to begin with Bava Mitzvah because Bava Mitzvah, I remember, talks about lost objects. And that's me. That's what he wrote. That's me. And I believe that I'm beginning finally to find myself. And I'm ready to learn Bava Mitzvah now. Now I'm ready to learn Bava Mitzvah. I wasn't when I was nine years old, whatever, eight. But I'm ready now to learn Bava Mitzvah. And he started learning this week. He's learning Bava Mitzvah every day. Not maybe three times a week, but he's learning Bava Mitzvah. I'm ready now to learn Gemara. He's a survivor. And he's ready to learn Gemara. <clears throat> so Rav Cook explains that We'll just do this. We'll just do this one marshal that we saw last time. I've seen the marshal. Even in, even in, in, in physical things, but seen the marshal. Kolzman sheyeled katni nahalayu tivai kiteva balchai. The little boy, the little child, he lives like a balchai, like an animal. Shlolech yoisemidai, and we learned this last time. Just chazing a little bit to try to understand it better. The child. A typical healthy normal child doesn't doesn't overeat, doesn't overeat. Mothers spend all of those years begging the kid to eat something. Kids some don't. You don't find that happening when you and I come into a chasna, right? We get to the smorgasbord. There's nobody standing over there and saying, "Please, please, our boys, I have something for you. Please, our boys." Nobody's saying anything. And not only that, after the whole smorgasbord, after the whole smorgasbord. Then, the, then everybody, of course, has to just deal with the chuppah in between and all that. Let's get that over with and get back to the meal. And then you get to the meal, and he and, and right, uh, nobody's standing over there saying, "Please have a bowl of soup." Please have rachmanis, <laughs> like a mother says to the child. Right? Every mother says, "I can remember my mother saying to me, have rachmanis, have eat, have rachmanis, eat." It makes me feel better. My mother still talks that way. So when I when I come, have rachmanis. What do you have to have rachmanis? Nobody talks to us like that anymore. Have Rachmanis and have something to eat. You never saw a restaurant that's called Have Rachmanis. <laughs> <laughs> you have people that stand online, stand online to get into restaurants now. But wouldn't, it's not embarrassed to stand online to go to eat something. Or to stand for, for 15 minutes with a plate and a fork like a schnorr to, to go in to get something. But you don't see that by children. <coughs> so, because by child, it says, Ketem <coughs> we don't find that by animals either. They, they, they don't have any overeaters anonymous meetings by, by chais, by behemoths. 
So this is what happens. So why do we overeat? What happens to us? Why do we have problems with eating? This whole Indian of overeating is a huge industry. All the books and the therapy and stuff that goes on. All all the stuff. If we would eat regularly, we'd eat normal like we did when we were children. So, but what happens is, does that mean to say that a child doesn't have a sweet tooth? That's also a tev of a child to have a sweet tooth. But the Indian here is <coughs> overeating. Once there's a hysteris of the kohasichlian, so now the child's already moved on to the adolescence, and now adulthood, the seichel, then, then the earlier level, the more basic level, the behema level, which is shmir sateva, which is just follow your instincts. Your instincts say that you're full. You're not hungry. Those are your instincts. We have it also if you had one or two things by the Shmogus, but the instincts say, don't eat the meal. Don't eat the meal. That's what the instincts say. A person goes to Kiddush and Shul, and then he goes home, and has a whole thing, plates of, of Kishke and Kulgo by a Kiddush, and then goes home, and, and can do the whole thing again. Now his instincts are telling him, don't do this. His teva, that, that voice of teva inside, which is a very, very basic, instinct, instinctive part of him, says, you had enough. You had enough, that's it. So, but what happens to us is, mistalekes shmiras hateva. Now the natural, instinctive shmira, as we get more sophisticated, is gone. So now what needs to happen is, v'tzarech shmiras now I need to already think this is going to be bad for me. <laughs> you, have, you have offer something to a child, the child that likes a candy, and the kid says, no, I'm worried about, I'm, I might have heartburn later on. <laughs> yeah. Kids are worried about heartburn? He doesn't know about heartburn. So the, so the only thing now that's going to help this guy, that's going to keep him from having that fifth piece of kugel, Shabbos morning, it's not even 11.30 yet. The only thing that's going to keep him from the fifth piece of kugel is his seichel. His seichel says to him, you know, this, is, this, this, could, be, this could be bad. Kaidim kala, I'm 40 pounds overweight. Satan, I'm going to be sick the whole, the whole Moses Shabbos. So he needs shmir as a seichel. Pathetic. Because now, he doesn't trust his tav, he doesn't listen to his instincts anymore. Although his instinct is still there. The instinct says, Ganuk, stop eating. But he doesn't, that's not, that's, he, he doesn't pay much attention. He doesn't take his instinct seriously anymore. So now he needs to work with his seichel, because he's on the level of seichel. So now with seichel, he, had to, he has to know that, well, uh, every piece of kugel has uh, saturated fats and uh, the rest of that. And all the, now they're going to start having kugel that you're going to go to get that the kid is going to have on other label on each piece of kugel, what it's in. You have to know in seichel how dangerous this, how damaging this is. <laughs> so now you need a new kind of shmira. It used to be you had the natural shmira of a balchai. Now you need a new shmira. It's called shmira saseichel. Just one, this last sentence. Alkein sarachli yezorashi yemale haseichel chisar natavagamke. So now seichel has to now be a switch hitter. 
Because now Seichel is not enough that Seichel just gets up to bat for Seichel. Seichel also, also has to take care of what? Of your teva. You shouldn't kill yourself with a kugel. In the past, you didn't have to have that. Your instincts told you that. Now Seichel has to go to bat for that also. Has to watch out for your, for your, for your health. Instead of your natural instincts that watch out for health. The natural instincts that say, go out and walk, go out and play. Go. And they have to read 25 books. The person sits back in his chair. He, he can't move. He sits for, for 40 years reading books about how he has to go outside and walk a little bit. <laughs> right? That's what we're living in. And he sits there watching movies about being healthy. <laughs> or he stands there waving at the people in the marathon. <laughs> <laughs> cheering them on. Shkoyach, shkoyach. And he stands there. The guy never moves himself. He's got to read books about this. Someone has to say to him, you, know, you ought to run a little bit yourself. You ought to move. You ought to get out of your chair a little bit too. The Rebbe made you in such a way. It's not healthy for you. He doesn't want you to sit like that your whole life. You have to move. So now he needs seichel. He has to read a book about moving. You, again, you have, to, you have to tell a kid. You have to give a kid a lecture about running around. Now you do yeah. Machines and everything. Yeah. They won't because even go the, outside. Because, because, like I said on Arab Shabbos, because they're being drugged up. So what happens is that, that if, the, if the seichel is not upgraded, the teva, the nature of the child, has been so, the siddur has been so pushed aside, the siddur has, so, has been so neglected and ignored, that what's going to happen is, that the Madrega is Yeshof Madrega, so Lamatam Erech Balchai. He could end up living a life Lamatami Balchai, lower than an, at a behema, which is exactly what's happening by our smorgasbords. Any animal, any self respecting behema would stand there on the side and they would, could imagine the horses would stand there looking at each other and say, Give me a kick, look at these people. What, what is this? <laughs> a behema, wouldn't it? They would see, like, that, that you'd see, like, a 30 year old guy pushing aside a 90 year old woman. She was just about to get a spare of or something, and he pushes her aside, <laughs> and he grabs and he grabs the, and and the and a balchai would never do such a thing. Balchai had something in him. He's finished. He walks away. So you then you, you're descending to a place lower than a balchai, lower than a balchai. Now what we're going to continue with next time to finish this Torah mitzvah next week is that this this crossroads between being a little boy and an adolescent. <coughs> This shedding of instinct and moving to Seichel is something that we've never recovered from. We've never adjusted to. It's never too late. But it's something <coughs> we must understand. And the secret is going to be, we're going to learn next week, L'chol Oseyem. Oseyem. L'chol Oseyem. That's what connects those different levels, those different stages of our lives. L'chol Oseyem. We'll continue next week. When the Swarm say children years ago, he said uh, it, by now, when we're eight year old, ten years old, ten years old, 